Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daps podcast. I'm Daps. And I'm Rick. And we are here unscripted and raw. That's right, Daps. We are back. It's mm-hmm. been almost a month. Do you realize our year anniversary was last month? I did not realize that. So to celebrate, we took a month off. <laughs> we we went on a vacation to try and rekindle the magic. Yep. To find the romance again. And I would say it worked. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> so here we are again. Um, quick to business, though. Mm-hmm. We're on Stitcher. Yep. We're on iTunes Podcast. Podbean. Facebook. Yep. Uh, exposing Jack Thirst and our own personal pages, Absolutely. Rick Bierstrom, which you probably can't spell, but Daps Brantner is a lot easier to find. I'm like one of only two Daps. Yeah, D-A-F-S, Brantner. They call me Home Keys. What? Because of the Home Keys, D-A-F-S. Oh, I, okay. It's going to catch on. It's going to be my new name. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. What up, Home Keys? So... <laughs> What is uh, this episode about, Daphs? Uh This episode is kind of a, a surprise to me. You mentioned that we were going to uh, be doing presidential trivia. Well, somewhat presidential trivia. Okay. There's this book called How to Fight American Presidents, and it's wonderful. Oh, by Dan O'Brien. Yes, Correct. it's wonderful. So what we're going to do, though, is... Well, I've I've read this book a while ago. I thought it was a great book. One and then two, I just love presidents and presidential history. For example, uh, Taft, fattest president, which mm-hmm. people many people know, got stuck in the bathtub. However, they do not know he was a Supreme Court justice after being president. Didn't know you could do that. You can. It seems a little crazy, Still? right? Yeah, I, I'm not sure, <laughs> but he did it. Anyways, so since I, I I'll combine my two loves of absurdity and history. Uh, we're gonna see what Daffs would do to combat these crazy presidents. Uh, he has no, basically, no knowledge of most of the presidents. Uh, <laughs> he says to the previous history teacher major, <laughs> "That's what I was gonna be when I grew up." Hey, me too. I might still. When you grow up. Yep. Well, anyways, so uh, I'm gonna kind of quiz him. We're gonna go through some five. five our five favorite presidents, and then Daphs is going to tell us how he might combat them. So we might as well just go uh, start it off. So uh, um, to start it off, we, we're, I'm going to list you the five that you are going to be going up against. Okay. Daphs, you're going to be fighting George Washington, mm. um, Andrew Jackson, oh. William Henry Harrison. He died in 30 days. Yeah. Nixon. Good luck. <laughs> and my personal favorite, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> okay. So I think that'd probably be go- best to start off with the father of our country. <laughs> Good old George Washington. Let me just run down some quick facts for you on old, old George. <laughs> for, this is uh, mostly not, not involved fighting. However, I will say the pictures of him... That's actually his real hair. He's not wearing a thatched wig of horse hair, which was the style at the time. Mm-hmm. So when he went to rap to the ladies, he was wearing his real hair. Uh, he has no middle name. It's just George Washington. Was that common back then? I uh, It must have been because they make note of it huh. that he had no middle name. Uh, he was quite sickly. He had had pneumonia, mm-hmm. uh, tuberculosis, malaria, dysentery, just to, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. I was never not, not really ever killed by those, however, at least during his 
time well he was in the revolution and also alive no but definitely a propensity for illness yes um also a propensity for somehow never being shot Hmm. by anyone uh there was numerous times in battles where he was trying to motivate his guys and he's riding around with his saber above him meanwhile his men are firing at the enemy uh while the enemy is firing back and he was just kind of out there riding around not getting shot and i mean back then i think it was bad form to shoot the commander uh they kind of had gentlemen's agreements but with how inaccurate those muskets were i mean you really were taking your life (laughs) well actually some of the highest casualties in the revolutionary war were actually uh celebratory gunfire (laughs) 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 because those musket balls i mean i don't know i don't know why people still do this you see people like it firing ak-47s in the air those bullets are going to come down they don't come down with as much velocity but they still will hurt a musket ball yeah that's that's pretty firing a musket ball into the sky i mean (laughs) What's also funny about that is how long it takes to load a musket. <laughs> like, can you imagine that? Well, they could, or like a hand pistol. So you're like, you have to light the fuse and then pull the trigger and then reload it in celebration. Couldn't I mean, they really fire two shots within one minute? So I wonder if sure. you could shoot. Could you shoot a musket ball into the air and reload and fire before the first one hit the ground? <laughs> Don't. These are the questions that keep me up at night. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That is really funny. Yeah, he also uh, he stopped a battle, I think, to return the a dog. dog of yes, the so very other. honorable. Um, he was actually... So, so when it came time to choose somebody to lead the Continental Army, he was chosen primarily just on popularity. It really didn't have very much to do with his general skills because he wasn't really a very good general he lost more battles than he won um however uh he also had never led anything larger than a regiment which isn't very many men yeah we get this idea that he's like the perfect leader but really basically it was just his force of will that's what you have to contend with with washington one he's like he can't shoot him two disease won't kill him he may be very sickly but he won't be killed by diseases. Um, so, I mean, and, and he apparently inspires people. And he's also willing to cross a frozen river on Christmas night to murder your entire people. Yeah, to find you and kill you. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Americans, we will cross a frozen river on Christmas to kill you. That is a hilarious meme for those of you out there who would like to see a hilarious meme. Yes. <clears throat> so, Daphs. Given what little information I've I've given you, what what do you think that you might strategies you might employ? So you you definitely can't come at this guy directly. I feel like this is kind of a theme for most of the presidents with uh, with how how resilient they are. Um, so I, I I can't shoot him because well I mean maybe maybe he could die from bullets, but he seems pretty good at dodging them. With how sick he is all the time, though, I gotta, I gotta go. Like, what would the worst person in the world do? Um, and seeing as a bunch Joffrey? of them, <laughs> seeing as King a bunch Joffrey. of them were our founding fathers, what? Um, <laughs> they kind of were a little bit. Let's be honest. Uh, I think I'd probably send him a letter with like anthrax in it, or like. 
maybe like have it so wrapped you right in a now small are, blanket. Right now you are proving that actually our founding fathers were not the worst people in the world because you would be the worst person in the world well, then for I sending would be, poison yeah. blankets to yeah. George Washington. You could ruin history. We might not end up with a country. Uh, Daft's had anything to do with it. I, I, feel, I feel like that would be how you'd have to get him, though. You'd have to try to get him really, really sick. But and he then but here's the other thing though. He also believed basically that he couldn't be killed, that God was keeping him alive. Oh, well then at that point you just gotta bet him. <laughs> He's gotta make to do some some drunken bar bets and be like, Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're the you're the you're the chosen well, one. I don't know if he drank though. I don't think he was a drinker. Everybody drinks. Yeah. Back then at least. Or they or they did snuff, one of the two. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I like your strategy of the anthrax because there's no way you could shoot him because clearly you just can't shoot the guy. He's had t- he had two horses shot out from under him during a battle and uh, lived to tell the tale. Never was actually shot. Mm. Something went through his like coat jacket, but it didn't hit him. <laughs> um, so I mean, the anthrax idea probably yeah. your best bet. I'm going with although, germ warfare. Although I'm a little nervous because I think immediately you're displaying some uh, really sneaky qualities. Hey man, I'm I'm playing to win. That's true. Plus he has like the whole like army. And how would you get the him? anthrax or and or, or like smallpox? How would you get I that? I don't know. See, you need to you need to you, it needs to be something that you could actually get. Well, well, I would just go to one of the many reservations where they left the smallpox blankets for the poor Native Americans, <laughs> and then I would just take those and then I would come up. And how would shake you get those blankets? I just pick them up. Well, they probably want those blankets. Well, then I would trade them a horse for what, a some blanket. magic beans or something? That's terrible, Daphs. Hey, man, I got a vaccine <laughs> for smallpox, so I'm not even worried. I ain't even scared. I'm going to pick it up, wrap it around me, go give him a big old bear hug. That's... What's up, George Washington? No middle initial. Get in here, buddy. <laughs> no middle initial. That's that's terrible. That's exactly what I would do. Oh, my goodness. Daphs. Moving forward. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, uh, let's see. How would Daffs try his hand at uh, William Henry Harrison? He died in 30 days. He was the one who had that super long speech and caught pneumonia. Yes. So you might think that, oh, he's just a really crappy guy. I could beat him easily. But no, that's where you'd be wrong, Daffs. Here's some fun facts about William Henry Harrison. One, uh, he was governor of Indiana. Uh he was disappointed with his militia generals who were out fighting the Native Americans because that was all the rage back then. It was the popular thing to do. Kind of like how going on holiday was popular in uh, Europe. Around the same time, going out to fight the Native Americans was popular. Uh, he said, well, you're not doing a very good job. I'm taking over. So then he went and fought the Native Americans, uh, beat them soundly with his advanced technology and overwhelming numbers and then decided that uh being governor was too boring and quit to become a general uh he gave the longest inauguration speech ever 90 minutes uh only only lasted 33 days and then died of pneumonia Mm -hmm. some people say that perhaps he was dead before that but his wife was just letting on that (laughs) everything was okay uh and then uh lastly he gave away booze to get people to vote for him so he's not on he's not uh you know 
adverse to underhanded sneaky tactics. He's like your long-winded, not very forward, planning, frat boy buddy. Yeah, he's essentially like an Arizona state Arizona state alum with his uh cutoffs and his like muscle shirt. I think this is the second over, time I've trashed Arizona over, state today. <laughs> today. Today. Uh, just had this discussion earlier. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> no kidding. So, um, anyway. Yeah, uh so I still have the smallpox blankets in my back pocket. What? Why do you have smallpox blankets? <laughs> I'm still? just saying it's always an option now. I okay. <laughs> Once you've gone down that road, it's well trafficked. You can't ground. go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Uh, I think probably, probably uh, encouraging him to go on some kind of fighting campaign in the winter. Because if he caught pneumonia, <laughs> just being out there for like 90 minutes and talking, I'm thinking a, a really good sneeze or a really good chill would uh, would probably do him in. A good sneeze or chill. Yep. So this is a direct quote from the book, How to Fight American Presidents. Apparently, <laughs> he said... Uh, governor, which on paper is supposed to be one of the least fightingest jobs one could have. Harrison then quit being governor and joined the army for the War of 1812 because even though he was fighting more battles than any other governor, which is when he was governor, he still wasn't satisfied with the amount of battles he was fighting. So after going out and fighting all the Native Americans and beating them up, he was like, well, you know, being governor, I'm not fighting enough. So, I mean, this is a guy who loves to fight. Mm-hmm. I think he might be hardier than you. He might be. I think I think I would challenge him to a fight out on a thinly frozen lake. <laughs> well, you probably weigh and less just, than him. And just let him beat the crap out of me and then have him go home and get pneumonia. <laughs> What? I'd be like, eh, this sucks, but I'll walk it off. <laughs> well, what if he... Because <laughs> he'd exert himself. So if he'd we dropped you into a wet. Hunger Games type situation with William Henry Harrison on a frozen lake. So you're... A lot of your plans, I've noticed, you're not a very hands-on guy. You're yeah. just like a... You're very devious type. I mean, I can if I, if I, if I need to be, but if you don't need to be... You're not confident in your ability to win. You you prefer Mother Nature to take care of most of your battles. Hand to hand combat, depending on the person. Well, you do pick. actually fight. I do fight. Yeah. He Daffs is uh. What do you do? Uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I was gonna say Krav Maga, but I know that's not right. No, that's actually really cool too, though. It, that's the uh, Israeli special forces special yeah. forces fighting technique. It's nasty. Uh, but you do uh. You've been doing that for like a year. Yep. So I mean, you're Close not quarters hand to hand combat. You are not uh, without you know, some skill. Without some skill, and I'm sure that you know fighting a president in the 1800s, you know, or like that, they wouldn't expect that. They wouldn't expect that would be very foreign to them. Your unique fighting style. It would be. They would think you were some sort of crazed animal. <laughs> <laughs> We agreed to fisticuffs. What is this? You just lay on the ground. <laughs> Curl a pot and taught me and meet your doom. 
So uh, the, you should explain that, though. <laughs> oh, um, so that's a, a reference from uh, The Simpsons where one of the guys learns Brazilian jiu-jitsu and he just lays down and says, crawl atop me and meet your doom because well, that's one of the positions in jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is like a lot of holds and it's, like it's ground grappling. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pulling someone to the ground and then choking them unconscious or breaking their arms. So basically, if it was fisticuffs, your fighting style would be you'd have to take them to the ground. Um, there are lots of standing submissions that I can do, uh, but it's way easier to have somebody on the ground, especially if it's a big guy. Like, I don't know how big William Henry Harrison was, but you know, he'd be tough. Yeah. If he was out fighting in wars and liked battle that much, he can't be just some sort of, he's, he doesn't have a glass jaw, I'm guessing. No. Plus the, the fashion of the day was those big coats with those huge lapels. Oh, that's just... It makes the, I just want to, I just want to choke somebody with one of those so bad because there's lots of holds you can do. Yes, that is majority of what jujitsu is. So here's my question to you, Daphs. Mm-hmm. Do you like because you let's let's do I'm gonna do some quick facts here. I'm gonna look up some quick facts on the stats of William Henry Harris. <laughs> However, you have a very long arms. I do. I'm. You have much longer arms than me. We are about the same height. We're about mm-hmm. we're both about six one ish. Give or take. I might be a little taller than you, but your arms are definitely longer than me. Way longer. We have played basketball, pickup basketball games, where you have literally reached around me and... They call me the squid. It's very unsettling. (laughs) His hands were everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go uh, wrestling in the snow near a frozen lake. Final answer. Well... (laughs) So he was only 5'8". Oh, yeah. So... He's a wee little guy. Uh, he was five eight. However, I mean, he was he was a tough guy. Yeah. But I would guess that you you definitely have the reach on him. Yeah. So I think I think that you could actually potentially beat him down in fisticuffs. He might be your one chance to like take on somebody head head headlong. I can't throw a punch to save my life, but uh, but I'll, but, but I'll wrap him up. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. What you do is you wait for him to make the first move, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they had double leg takedowns back then. I, I'm That's what I would go for. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Who else do we got on the docket? All right. We have, well, so far we have left. We have the hardest ones, I think, left. Yeah, to probably. To be honest with you. We have Nixon. Ooh. Who's going to fight you. You're, he's going to fight you just as dirty as you're going to fight him. Yeah. He's, if not more so. He's the forefather of uh, dirty fighting. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. and uh, Andrew Jackson. Who's gonna straight? Those two are just straight up brawlers. Yeah. Um. I mean, we saved the best for last. Yeah, I agree. Um. <laughs> so who do you want to take on? Let's uh, let's take on Nixon. Nixon. Okay. Nixon is might be your highest your highest challenge. He's he's the one where I think coming at him sideways is what he expects because that's how he thinks mm. too. So you almost have to. You almost have to like double fake them out and well, just come straight at and them. And I think you were probably a wise wise to think that you would not take on George Washington head on because he was six three. Yeah, he, he was. was huge. So, he was solidly, and plus he was also gonna. He was he was gonna fight like you know what I mean. <laughs> he was he was he would not be denied. Nope. Uh, William Henry Harrison, just so you know, weight 162. So he does have a little bit of weight on you at 5'8". Yeah, a little bit. How much, though? 
Um, but your reach is quite a bit longer. I got some guys I wrestled that are about the same size. So like, who are you fighting now? Nixon. Nixon. So Tricky. Nixon. Quick facts about Nixon for all of you, those of you sexy listeners at home. Oh. Um, he was in the military. He mm-hmm. was actually a Navy hero um, from uh, World War II. Decorated uh, veteran. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, middle name Millhouse. <laughs> I t- that's what unfortunate. What a nerd. <laughs> he originally lost to JFK. He ran against JFK in the 1960s. Uh, and uh, JFK totally cheated his way to victory, which some people believe is what made him so paranoid uh, in the future and made him start doing some of the crazy stuff that he ended up doing. Like killing JFK. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just throw that out like there. hiring Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> If he did, that was genius. It was a very long. It was a very long con that he was playing. It's either Nixon or the Russians. And he paid Jack Ruby. <laughs> uh, when did uh, JFK jokes become funny? <laughs> uh, November twelfth. <12th. laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but they are funny now. I yeah, mean, a bit. Seinfeld did the gra- grassy knoll joke. They did with the, the, the magic um, loogie. Yes. <laughs> So, I mean, they've been, that was 20 years ago, so we're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, suggesting erroneously that Nixon had, had JFK killed. Comedy is just tragedy plus time. <laughs> That's a quote. That's not me just saying that. That's an actual quote from somebody. That's true. Uh, because that's how we can laugh at William Henry Harrison catching yes. pneumonia and dying. Yes. <laughs> but in reality, if the president caught pneumonia and died, you'd be very, very scared and afraid. Definitely a possibility. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> Given that Hillary Clinton's most likely to be president, and, and she's she already had pneumonia, and she's just had pneumonia. Um, so, uh, other fun facts about him: he was a very skilled bowler, mm. uh, very good. Uh, played five musical instruments. Uh, uh, obviously, well known for his uh, Watergate and. Uh, where he had his henchmen break into the Watergate Hotel to steal information that the um, uh, Democratic Party had been, you know, using. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was basically the precursor to having the Russians steal information from your opponent and then publish it on the web. Pretty much. So I mean, he is he is the genesis. He's the genesis of the modern candidate. Him and JFK. Yeah. They created each other. Um, and my favorite fact about him, ran a failed orange juice business. <laughs> was the CEO founder of a OJ business, which sold frozen orange juice. Not condensed, mind you. Yeah, Literally was, frozen. Wasn't concentrated <laughs> It was at just all. frozen orange juice that you had to thaw out. You're just doubling your weight and volume. It did <laughs> not. No reason. It did not go very well. He it it went it went bankrupt fairly quickly, um, so you got an opponent who won. Uh, clearly has some paranoia issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, will fight dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, has had a lot of crap go his way badly. Mm-hmm. He's probably pretty bitter. Um, so basically, you're just looking at a caricature of the most bitter, paranoid, powerful man that you could imagine. Mm-hmm. How are you going to fight this guy? Because he probably is like three moves ahead of you. He's got resources. 
he's got you know he's got paranoia he's probably seen your smallpox and yeah. raised you he's got my number before raised I you wake up swine flu <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do Daffs? uh I, I i honestly don't know i think i'd have to uh i think i'd have to tear him down publicly because that that's what um what, and so like in the media yeah you'd well, have to like that's what frost did and, mm. and i mean that that was the only way people could take him down so i would have to try to find something some scandal about him beforehand because this is fighting presidents not necessarily killing presidents no it's just fighting fighting presidents i mean you don't have to kill him you, you might have to some of these guys you're gonna have to kill if you want to actually was like somebody that had have to kill well at the very least you might have to kill him simply because he will never ever forget and no. he will never forgive you no and he will spend the rest of his life attempting to get revenge yes so for that very reason you probably uh Need to need to finish him off if you can. Does he have any health conditions? Let's see. Like a bad heart or something I can exploit. <laughs> what do you? You're gonna put a bunch of potassium in his Pretty coffee. Much, man. Um, <laughs> well, he'd probably have some dirty laundry on you that he would have like oh, dredged sure. up. Um, sure. He would probably have you thrown in jail for being a communist. <laughs> <laughs> This is the seventies. I mean, the Cold War is still raging, and you, you look like a real like a real hippie. And I'd be trying to explain to them the whole time. No, socialist. There's a fundamental difference. <laughs> All right, Pinko County, <laughs> this way. You imperialist swine. I didn't mean that. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll see if I can find you. You ramble. Give me some rambling. I'll see if I can find you some stats on health conditions that might help you out. <laughs> okay. Consider me your like liaison to like defeating the presidents. Yeah. I mean, so he he definitely has the secret service because that's something that we did not have back um, with Harrison and with George Washington is they did not have the secret service like they have in Nixon's time. So. I feel like you have to you have to plan like really really far ahead like just poison a bunch of food going into the White House and hope it hits someone <laughs> mm. like Nixon or uh, just start you know I don't know making car bombs it sounds horrible when I say it out loud yeah but... <laughs> you basically sound like a terrorist it's not like the IRA yeah there you go I could join the IRA oh my god and I could have the IRA help me take out Nixon <laughs> so uh, he's, Nick, he's the hardest one I think he is definitely the hardest one because well although I will say he's he was in the Navy so I'm not sure how good his hand-to-hand skills are yeah but he's got secret service all the way around him all the time well but i mean if you're fighting him you've challenged him to you just challenged william henry harrison to a, a fight out on a frozen lake but they didn't have secret service back then i mean uh, i'm sure someone would probably show up because they care about the well the thing about nixon is he would totally agree to fight you on the frozen lake but he would bring like five snipers yeah and they would just be waiting which is why we'd have to televise it i have to i have to find a way to Based, call him out publicly you'd have to fight him live on television yeah um so that he wouldn't cheat yeah, 
and you might still lose. You <laughs> actually might. see what's great about Nixon. I think is that you'd have to fight him fair and square because he's thought of every dirty play that you would run, and he's got the resources to do much, much more. It, we'd have to be like locked in a sealed glass box on live television naked doing greco-roman wrestling naked you he'd bring a shiv he'd bring a hypodermic needle full of something you know it (laughs) oh brother that's how i would defeat nixon wrestling in a glass box on live television in the buff that's a very bold move (laughs) (laughs) we have nothing to hide Oh, I did find something called uh, gangrene, which is apparently how he died. He died from gangrene. Oh. And strokes. Oh. <laughs> so he might have had hypertension. You might yeah. have been able to scare him. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> I just sent him a series of, like, clownograms <laughs> for his birthday, for Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I still think he'd just shoot you. He'd probably just shoot me. <laughs> Especially if I sent the clownograms. Yeah. He'd find me and shoot me. I don't... Th- see, my... I... I I give you a shot against uh, Henry Harrison, and yeah. maybe even a little bit of a shot against Washington. I don't give you basically any shot against Nixon. I'll be honest with you, buddy. I don't see you winning that battle. Yeah, he'd be my most worthy opponent. He, well, he would be more than your worst. Most. I'm putting all my money on Nixon if I had to choose. <laughs> it's like Nixon plus ten. <laughs> Nixon. I'd say Nixon in round one. <laughs> By knockout, aka sniper just shot to the temple. <laughs> Technically a knockout. <laughs> Is he out? Ten seconds? Yes. Okay. And now uh my two personal favorites. I, I don't honestly know which of these presidents I love more. Um but I love both Andrew Jackson and uh Theodore Roosevelt. Probably because they're both very irresponsible oversized children who happen to run the country which is amazing (laughs) Uh, so uh, i'm gonna start with teddy roosevelt and we'll finish up now you know what i changed my mind we're gonna go with andrew jackson we're gonna finish with mr big time himself all right theodore roosevelt so jackson um you actually know a fair amount about him i do not a big guy he was my favorite president at the time um, who's your favorite president now? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Nixon? The man that never was. <laughs> um, Nixon because he's the only one that could beat you at your own game. No, there's, uh, <laughs> there's actually several contenders for, for favorite president, um, but none of them none of them recent. Yeah. So, Theodore Roosevelt was pretty cool, but I, I mean, overall, you look at the morality of him and Jackson. Uh, you have I'm to like, think cool. about it at the time. None of the presidents even, were more. Even at the time, they were pretty bad. Uh... <laughs> You could make the argument that's true, but I'm just saying at the time you got to get take what you I mean take what you can get. I mean, especially what's weird though, this is actually getting somewhat serious, is that if you look at just like our presidents like 20 years ago compared to now, they seem kind of they seem immoral by the stances they had that have now like society has changed. Yeah. Cuz like uh like with gay marriage and things like that so like they seem like way woefully out of debt even like the perk out of out of touch well we still have a senator who ran on a segregation platform for president when he was like early 30s Uh, i don't think he's alive anymore is he not alive? strom thurman is dead now okay but yes he like up until recently within the last 15 years that guy recently died how 
crazy is that? Well, that just shows you the time changes. Get up to your mic, though. Am I I'm, backing away? I'm running a tight ship here, people. All um, right, so Jackson. So Jackson. Lots of duels. You uh, can't shoot him. Historians estimate that he had between... This is, the low number is five, and the high number is up to 100 <laughs> duels. Five, five is still five a lot Five is of still a lot of duels. I think I would be dead after one duel. Yeah. but So a minimum of five duels. Um, a maximum of 100. Um... He it, he's actually an, a murderer. Yes, he is. He did kill a man he was dueling. Well, if you kill somebody in a duel, it's kind of understood that you're getting yourself into. That's true. He's, also, he's, that he's, man he's a, shot him in the chest first. Yes, <laughs> he did not fall over, and instead slowly cocked his gun and shot the man in the head. <laughs> Which I must say is pretty hardy. It is pretty hardy. Uh, apparently, the bullet was still in his body and just kind of rattling around, and occasionally he would cough up blood. Uh, when he ran for president after he won, uh, he. Uh, had a giant wheel of cheese brought into the White House. He was the man of the people. Mm-hmm. And they had a, basically a three-day party where the White House was destroyed. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, his nickname was Old Hickory because he was just super tough. Fought a uh, hero of the Battle of eight, or the War of 1812. Mm-hmm. Uh, fought against the British in New Orleans. Um, basically, as far as like physical pounding he can take a lot he can yeah he uh he has this great quote that says uh i was born for a storm the calm does not suit me and boy was that true which <laughs> when you get into a minimum of five duels is such a cool quote and i totally would have gotten that like like uh, not a tattoo or something but then i found out that he did the whole you know trail of tears, trail of tears. thing and i was like not oh, super popular maybe maybe don't want to have <laughs> memorialized on my flesh forever Probably not, but the quote is amazing. The quote's great. The quote is incredible. Yes. Uh, the other thing is, uh, like, if you're going to, like, I'm actually just trying to put into context, like, Daffs, at your age, do you think he'd probably had, like, three or four duels or, like, one? At least one. Probably at two. least one. He was a judge, by the way, also, for a while. Um, when he felt the sheriff was lacking in his duties of bringing in criminals, he would take it upon himself to go get said criminals. <laughs> uh, there is a story of one particular criminal who he went and tracked down, and the criminal gave up quite easily and <laughs> went in. And the sheriff, who had been... <laughs> trying to pursue this guy and get him to come in asked him why did you come in when andrew jackson went to get you and he said because he had shoot written all in his eyes (laughs) and given the fact that he'd already been shot in the chest uh you know we at least know at some point in time of his life maybe not by then but you do that he had the capability of being shot in the chest and still killing you yep that was probably a wise move on that guy's part i've done it once i'll do it again yeah (laughs) So here's the thing that I don't know about him. How good is he at swimming? Because it seems like a lot of his battles are all land-based. Land-based. So you would, what? You would want to fight him out on the water. I'm thinking so. Okay. (laughs) And how do you get Andrew Jackson out onto the water? How? It's easy. You just challenge him to a duel. (laughs) On the water? On the water. (laughs) 
You probably insult his wife too. Yeah. He hated oh, when people insulted his absolutely. wife. Absolutely. That made him very, very angry. <laughs> so you're thinking you challenge him to a duel and then you try and shove him into the water. Listen, you husband of a harlot. I challenge you <laughs> to a duel on the Chesapeake Bay or whatever Chesapeake body of water Bay. is really cold and over there. Uh We'll each stand in our small rowboats. We'll we'll row back a little bit. No one else around. And then on the count of five, we'll fire. And I have no idea how to shoot one of those old pistols. So what, would you just hide? No, I I pretty much figure I'm probably going to get shot by him. Oh. Right? So you're just going to hope that you... I'm going to hope that I can get shot. But that I shoot him and kill him first. That's a terrible plan. So That's a terrible hear plan. Out, hear me out. Hear me out. I am going to pull the plug on my boat at the count of three. <laughs> so your boat's going to be sinking? Sinking. And then I'm going to shoot his boat on five and hope he misses. Oh, my god! Because even if he hits me and kills me, He'll probably drown out in the middle of nowhere. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely playing to have him not win, not necessarily have me not lose. So you're, yeah, you're going on the theory of... Uh, that I hope that he's not a good shot on the water. Oh my gosh. Okay. And if I don't get shot... And he starts to sink. Well, then I can just put the plug back in my boat and then roll to shore while bailing out. It's mm. a foolproof plan. <laughs> Plus, how can you miss a boat? You could probably hit the boat. Yeah. Uh-huh. I probably couldn't hit him. But I could probably hit the boat. This is a random fact, but did you know that Abraham Lincoln was a registered like legal bartender? <laughs> no. That's pretty cool. I knew he had a very high-pitched voice, though. Yeah, weird, huh? Similar to a tea kettle. You know, I, you know, so I'm going to give you Washington mm-hmm. because you're going to use sneaky underhanded yep. tactics. Yep. I'm going to give you Harrison so. because I actually think that you could take him. Yep, me too. I'm not going to give you Nixon. Yeah, Nixon, Nixon is more than a toss-up. I think it goes in his direction most times. I don't know about johnson or jackson i think i feel like you have a chance not sure how good of a chance i think do you think you could fight him he's not very tall it was only like five seven if if it were hand to hand hand to hand i don't know the problem is is that if you challenge him to a duel to get him out onto the water yeah i don't know if you could fight him no he might he might accept your hand to hand combat but he might also want a sword or something because that's more traditional. I, I Okay, so here we go. We're changing it over. Challenge him to a duel on the water. Get out in the water. I complain that my flint is wet and my gun does not work. Does he have a spare flint? I row over and then I try to tip his boat over. <laughs> I'm going go, to shoot him while he's in the water. I'm going to give you a push. On, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it a push. It's even money. I say it's a it's a push for you and uh, Andrew Jackson, which I think I'm being generous giving you a push. Sure, sure. But because his will, he might just learn to swim at that very moment. <laughs> that might be the moment that he just instincts take in. He and... learns to swim and then drowns you. 
I mean, who knows? I'm a good swimmer. I'm going to put that as a push. All right. And now your biggest test, the one and only Teddy Roosevelt. Um, for those of you who don't know a ton about Teddy Roosevelt, he is pretty much a living badass. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to swim naked in the Potomac. Mm-hmm. Um, as president. As president. <laughs> He actually was, he was like a, a well, like, versed boxer. Very mm-hmm. good at boxing. Actually boxed, like, had while president, um, the Harvard boxing champ, like, frequently for, for exercise, he would box. That's how good he was. He actually, I think he won some boxing contests in college. Uh, he was a real-life cowboy. Um, he scaled the Matterhorn. He's on the Rough Riders. At 58, he volunteered for World War One. He did fight against the Spanish in Cuba. Yep. Uh, he was a sheriff. He had asthma. He had asthma. But he was outdoors all the time. Yes. He overcame it. He was a very sickly child, but he overcame it. Uh, also, photographic memory and speed reader. So very smart mm-hmm. and great orator. Uh, a great quote about him, though. Very big personality. Uh, great, great quote about him. Uh, his daughter said he must be the bride at every wedding and the corpse at every funeral. I.e., he needs to be the center of attention at all times. That sounds horrible. And this is the man you are fighting, Daphs. Uh, I feel very confident on this one. Really? Yeah. Okay. D- walk me through how you're confident because and, and one, he- you're not going to be able to drown him with your dirty tactics. Two, he's a skilled boxer. I'm definitely going to be able to drown him with my dirty tactics <laughs> what so so again uh anytime somebody goes away from the herd and is naked <laughs> and is in water i'm in my element that's where i live uh <laughs> so okay so i'm going to hunt theodore roosevelt like the large uh walrus that he is <laughs> I will I will come at him in a boat in the Potomac <laughs> with a harpoon and a net and I will net him and if he does not sink I will stab him repeatedly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's terrible. It, it is it's a foolproof plan. Wow. I mean it is a good plan. It's a great plan. To catch him unawares naked out on I the go, Potomac. Teddy, Teddy is that you? <laughs> like uh yeah. However, I will say he I probably had secret service classes. because uh, he the president before him had been shot. Are they killed. naked in the Potomac as well? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're probably following him in a boat. Hmm. If you threw a net over him, though, you I mean, you might get killed, but you, you might be able to you but you might be able to finish him off. I think so. Ah. See, that, I just that, don't. That one's going to me. I don't think you're going to get it. I don't think so. He's just a crafty force of nature, this guy. Well, um, I think he's seen more scrapes than a guy throwing a net over him. I mean, he was shot and then continued speaking until his speech was over and then went to the hospital. Yes, but we know he bleeds, unlike some other presidents. <laughs> if it bleeds, you can kill him. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like somehow in his naked rage, he would. Now, you see, here's the thing I would ask you: What if you? What if he gets out of the net, and then you have a naked 240 pound president who was a Harvard boxing champion? 
Hey, he's still in the water, and I Coming still have a harpoon. You. you have a harpoon? <laughs> yeah, harpoon and Ed. Oh That's my how you God. hunt walrus. Oh, my gosh. Or, or because he was an avid hunter, I would say, let's go on safari. <laughs> and I would choose the most dangerous game, and I would make sure his rifle was jammed. <laughs> the most dangerous game, Daffs, is man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but possibly like an elephant or a lion or maybe convince him that he's not a real man until he fights a shark <laughs> be like all right we're getting so scuba gear hubris against him yes essentially is what you're saying <laughs> you have three lions five tigers two bears but not a single shark oh teddy 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 <laughs> we gotta fix this fun fact did you know he actually donated the rhino that's in the washington dc like natural history museum i did not know that. he shot it on safari and then donated it to the museum i did not know that yeah it's kind of weird to go see a, one a taxidermied animal that's over 100 years old but was shot and killed by a sitting president or not a sitting president but a a president of the united states yeah now those those old trophies are really bizarre when you're up close to them i, mm. I saw a bengal tiger rug when I was visiting the Forbes family um, in Jackson Hole, um, it was like their relatives were using the the ranch, but they had like rhino like things and yeah. and like these ocelot, not ocelot, uh, the whatever those really big antelope looking ones from Africa are with the huge huge horns. Oh, yeah, antelope. Um, but yeah, they 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 had those guys and they had this massive Bengal tiger rug, and I was like. Those things are way bigger when you're that close to one. You're like, holy cow. That's terrifying. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking three out of five ain't bad for I, precedence. Well, I'm gonna, I gave you, let's see. What did Washington and Harrison. I gave you Washington and Harrison, and I told, I, I say you lose to Nixon. I give you a push on Jackson. Yeah. I think I, I got Teddy in the bag. I think you have a good strategy, but I just... I think maybe it might be my love of Teddy that I just don't count him out. He's the kind of guy who I feel like could get caught naked unawares in the Potomac and still love to tell the tale. Maybe. Maybe we'd be best friends then. That's true. Maybe that, you would go, oh, you old codger. <laughs> you scallywag. We'd, we'd be best friends. You'd end up drinking and sparring in the White House. <laughs> yes. But then due to my knowledge of nutrition and 21st century... Uh, cholesterol levels i would just make sure i was healthier than him and i would outlive him <laughs> that's a very good plan <laughs> so we've got two victories one push one loss and one potential budding friendship possibly <laughs> i like it i like it a lot i think this was a very informative episode for the listeners who just got 46 minutes of just raw presidential power for those of you who stuck with us to the end thank you so much mom <laughs> and stacy I'm, I'm coming home for christmas <laughs> oh my goodness i'll send you my christmas list oh well, this has been a wreck and daft's non-quick hits yes just a regular regular podcast <laughs> um so all of you out there Think about how you would fight the presidents if you have a suggestion. Yes, please write to us at rickanddafts at gmail.com. That is rickanddafts at gmail. 
message us on the on the Facebook. Yeah, or on Jack Thirst And you can Radio. leave comments on iTunes or Stitcher. Sure thing. It's all good. All right, well, you guys have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.